So if you are officially listening to this on June 23rd of 2023 or after, it is official. The Labyrinth Ave collection has finally come out. An eight month plus long process of tears, hard work, so much background work that like you'll see on the YouTube video and my TikToks and everything. So much work that a lot of people don't really bring up because you know, we're in a day and age where social media just highlights like hard work and actually, no, that's we're not in the day and age of that. <laughs> social media just highlights like success and numbers and things like that. So I really just want to be like genuine with everything that goes on behind the scenes. So if you do want to do something like that, you can accomplish it and you're not kind of like deterred from success. But anyway, I created a collection after such a long time and I'm really excited that it's like out in the world now. and. You know, Mashoon really helped me a lot in the process. And I'm just like very happy because I learned so much in the process. And it's more about me trying to spread more representation that's positive and just like happiness to people. And I'm just really happy that, you know, it's out now. Nah, she's she's being too nice. Okay. I'll give you guys I'll give you guys the the real the real scoop. Here it goes. This is not this is not a game. Okay. (laughs) These 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 four pieces, this is not no this is not no t-shirt put your put your logo on a t-shirt shopify does everything for you that's not that okay this girl went out of her way goddamn contacted people across the world ethically sourced ethically made <laughs> fully embroidered this is not no this is not no screen printing this is not no like you know put your design on a t-shirt no <laughs> which is fine because i still have that fully, on my website but it's fine but it's not that okay it's not that. This is fully embroidered, four beautiful pieces. I know y'all see that shirt, okay? You're going to see me in Miami on Ocean Drive oh, wow. dancing in that shirt. You're going to see me in, in I'm going I'm to fly to Columbia. Just take a picture in shirt. Columbia with that shirt. I'm taking that shirt everywhere with me. If you see me this summer, I'm not in that shirt. Don't see you. There's a problem. Don't see you this summer. You don't then. see you. You didn't see him. So the collection, if you're listening to this, it's now out, mm. okay? Labyrinth Ave dot com she poured her heart out into these pieces yeah i'm so excited to see them fly off the website so if y'all not there early that sucks that really sucks <laughs> i know y'all gonna be coming back a week later oh my god oh my god where the they're gone they're gone okay you're too late okay so get them early please post them up i want to see them and they they fit great too by the way this is not like a this is not like a like a basic like you, you know, know why she just they fit like a basic shirt you know why they this fit is great? like because this the, is like the clothing the, that i sent in to design on top of were based off of the clothing that machine wears yeah yeah and you know me yeah i'm, I'm mr fly guy okay right, <laughs> so if right. you want to look if you want to look like me this summer right that's, that's the goal for everyone thank you. <laughs> everyone of our listeners thank you anyways thank you guys for coming back tuning back to our podcast difficult this podcast yes. about different south asian narratives Today, we are going to speak about something. But before that, my name is Moshner. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I forgot like, to. Why was he going into it so <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I'm, my name is Moshner. I'm Mahua. What are we speaking about today? And and together, <laughs> yeah, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are difficult. You are about to say Labyrinth, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> together, we are Labyrinth. If you guys didn't know, I have part ownership in, in, in Labyrinth Ave. Right. I'm the creative, I'm the creative director, set designer, model. photographer, model, everything. Right. Hit me up for your services. Right. Um, so today, 
we are going to talk about something. But before that, rate us, review us, <laughs> follow us, difficultish everywhere. Okay, right. thank you. Thank today, you. Today we're gonna talk about the different styles of parenting. Mm. Okay, you know, every all of our parents have some similarities. You know, there are things that we can all relate on. Where are some things that we can all relate on? You know, all of our parents want us to be doctors. Okay, yeah, all of our. <laughs> <laughs> all of our parents bring us fruit when we're studying every single all of our parents right what else do they do yell at us for having dirty shoes yeah everything okay clean our room when there are are coming but you know there are different styles of parenting you know i my parents have similarities to most parents but also stark differences you Mm -hmm. know and i feel like recognizing where you know of course recognizing the similarities makes us feel you know more in a community and more relatable to our peers but it's important to recognize what makes our parents different than one another because yeah. you know it'll it'll make the process of you understanding your parents a little easier you yeah know, because at the end of the day no one is in your shoes no one is living your life no one's gonna understand your family dynamic other than you so i feel like you getting a well-rounded you know burst of knowledge is going to uh just help you out in your journey of like understanding yeah. your parents, communicating with your parents and and yeah. And it's interesting because I remember growing up, I wanted to have a specific parenting style. Like I saw my best friend who had parents who weren't as strict and I was like, oh my God, this is the ideal parenting style. I wish I had parents like this because also back in that age bracket that I was in in high school, I was in a very rebellious phase. I thought that everything that my parents did for me was against me. I just like didn't understand what exactly they were doing for me. So I wanted to have a different style of parenting, something that was more relaxed, something that allowed me to have more freedom, like what I saw in my best friend's family, right? But now as I'm older, I'm kind of understanding why my parents did the things that they did, why they acted the way that they did. And, you know, I just understand them a lot more. we've created more of an empathy and more of a bond but at the end of the day you know we're dissecting different parenting types and styles and we think it's very important to have a good balance between you know a lot of these different styles it's not good to be too strict it's not good to be too relaxed it's not good to be giving your kid too much freedom because there has to be a balance with all of them right so You know, we're going to talk about the different types of parenting. We're going to talk about the types of upbringings that we've had and just really dissect, you know, all of it. And I think, you know, working on getting an understanding of the stuff helps you realize that, like, you know, at the end of the day, your your parents are people. You know, Mm. your parents weren't parents forever. You know, your parents weren't authoritative their entire life. Your parents weren't, you know, lenient their entire life. You know, I think uh, as you get older you and you just have more conversations with your parents, you realize that, like, they're just people, okay? And, and nobody's it's the first perfect. time being you know, parents. I think, I think a lot of time when we have relationships with our parents that are just not that good, when our parents do things that don't make sense to us, you know, we hold them to such, like, oh, like, if only you did this or, you know, if, if you didn't do this, we would have been better. But it's like, man... They are people and mm-hmm. they are trying their best to figure out what to even do. So, right. of course, you know, if things are sticky, I get it. But like, have a little bit of empathy with your parents. They're trying yeah. to figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Um, Good so, yeah, segue. you want to. 
you want to talk a little bit about, you know, different types of parents? Because I got yeah. a chart, okay? Yeah, I got a, got I got a, a graph got a chart. on me. You got a graph, you got, got a chart. I got it on me. I'm ready. You got like you got like official data. Yeah. You got the yeah, stats. straight from Mahuacan. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Come on, it's from Google. So we got, we got four types of parents, all right? And of course, it gets more specific, but we're going to keep it broad. Four types, right? Permissive. We got permissive parents. You you know what that means? I don't know what it means. I thought you said permission. Persimmon. <laughs> Parmesan? Parmesan cheese. Parmesan. Parmesan parenting. We got permissive parents. We got authoritative. Mm. I don't know you know what that is. Authoritative, yeah. Other than that, authorian. <laughs> <laughs> we got a poet we in got, here. We got uh, authorian. <laughs> <laughs> we got authorian authoritarian parents okay and then we got uninvolved parents okay so let's start let's start back from from the beginning all right right? permissive parents permissive parents are parents that are permissive okay just trying to avoid stuff avoid confrontation you know they're not direct with what they're saying they're very broad they're very like "Eh, yeah yeah you can go ahead yeah it's it's your life you Mm -hmm. know do whatever you want you know, avoid confrontation. They they let you, you know, eat all the cookies and the and the pasta in the in the cabinet. <laughs> they let you right. <laughs> eat all the almond biscuits in the pantry. Permissive, okay. They have less control, less strictness. I don't think a lot of us have parents like this, but I think like maybe our parents can get like this when like after we have an argument with them, if we're like fighting with them or if we're being like rebellious, all of our parents are like, Yeah, go go do whatever you want. Your goal, like blah, blah blah. Obviously, they don't mean it. It's kind of like a in like self defense of like them not knowing how else to parent when like we're not listening to them. Yeah, whatever, go do what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got permissive parents, right? Then we got authoritative parents. Okay, a different. This is different than authoritarian. <laughs> okay, author. I can't. Damn, these are these are hard words to say. <laughs> authoritative word uh, parents are you know like these these are good. You know, we like when our parents, maybe at like younger ages, we like when our parents are like this. We're like, hey, like our parents are like, hey, like, you know, like this is what's going on. You know, like you can come talk to me, mm. Um, you know, like, you know, this is why I I expect of you. And like, you know, let's work together to like try to get to like this yeah. goal, you know, like these types of parents. I think these are what our parents strive to be a lot of yeah. the time. But I think with a lot of our parents being newer parents a lot of our parents trying to figure it out they don't properly know how to be like this how to be authoritative so authoritative is a lot more demanding there's a little bit more control and more strictness compared to permissive parents and you know they're the type of parents that want you to talk to them they want to talk through problems but they're also a lot more assertive and sometimes because they have high expectations on the kids compared to permissive who have lower expectations the kids feel more you know stressed out they feel like they have a bigger burden on their shoulders so again it's important to have mm. that balance right right next we got authoritarian okay these these are the boo-boos okay, yeah these these can these can this ain't it champ <laughs> okay <laughs> this, this i didn't ain't know the where one. he was going okay. with that but all right it can be. It, this can be, but I think a majority of the time it doesn't go the right way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think I think a, a authoritarian parent parenting is it can be beneficial and it can make some really really strong kids, but I think a lot of South Asian parents just kind of messed it up. 
yeah. along along the path. Um, you know, these types of parents, um, everything is really structured. Um, there's punishments. There's clear rules. The parents overpower the kids. And, you know, if the kid is ever like, oh, like, I want to go outside, blah, blah, like, the parent is just like, no. And, like, there's no talking, talking back. back. There's no yeah. blah, blah, blah. I think this is what our parents grew up with because a lot of our parents grew up with very right. strict parents who did not treat them as friends. You were not allowed to talk back. If they said no to something, right. you had to follow. And if you didn't, you were, like, shunned. You were disrespectful. And I think a yeah. lot of our parents, since they grew up with that, they tried putting that onto us or the complete opposite where they're like, we don't want to be like our parents. So they have like a, mm -hmm. a smaller percentage of what they or they, you know, their parenting style is a smaller percentage of what they dealt with. And I, I know a lot of uh, a lot of like East Asians that grew up with parents that are that are like this a lot. I, I remember I, I used to have one friend like during like middle school whose parent who his dad was like super duper like i am the father of the household and as my son you are not allowed to do like like that mm -hmm. and that type of parenting has always like scared me and again may, it might make a really disciplined really strong-headed kid um but it's a risk you yeah. know if if the parent goes down this route and it doesn't go good high risk very yeah. high risk because the, the kid could come out really rebellious the kid could come out really hating the parent the kid could come out with trauma with mm -hmm. you know just stuff that's going to be messing with them for the rest of their life and it's know, all so. around just like very hard to deal with as a child because there's little to no warmth in this type of relationship it's just very serious very structured and there's so much control and strictness they're basically like controlling every aspect of your life you can't make your own decisions for yourself and there's so much demandingness and there's so many so much like high expectation so there's little room for the child to grow on their own feet and you know be independent so honestly this style of parenting is very hard to come back from if there isn't you know more flexibility with other styles that they're blending it in with apart from that the last one that we're, we got is uninvolved parents Okay, we all know what this is. Parents that, you know, maybe they got stuff going on in their own life. They probably do. They most definitely do. You know, a lot of our parents are struggling with their own mental issues. A lot of our parents are struggling with their own trauma that they're not telling you about. You know, a lot of stuff is going on in their head that I think sometimes they just kind of forget how to parent when they're still trying to, like, heal from so much that's happened to them, so much that's still going on with them. And parenting is a tough job. You know, at the end of the day, it's not an excuse to not parent your kid. But parenting is a very tough job. And mm -hmm. we all know kids who have just uninvolved parents. I think uninvolved is different than like permissive. Because I think permissive is like they don't really care. And I think uninvolved is like they don't even realize that they're not involved. You know, they don't mm -hmm. even realize what they're doing and how it's wrong. You know, so uninvolved parents are just like uninterested, you know, they're passive, they're, you know, oh, like you're on your own, you know, like. Yeah, it's kind of neglectful. Right. So those are like the official four parenting styles that we, a lot of us learned about in psychology class that a lot of, you know, people teach. But there are other parenting styles that are adjacent to that, that fall within those four that are very similar but have, you know, very distinct qualities with one another. So, you know, I kind of want to talk about 
like four other specific ones that kind of oh, fall wow. within those four categories, right? So first, we've all heard of helicopter parents, right? Mm. You might ask, what is that? I know what that is. So helicopter parents. Also, this is from threelionsinternationalschool.com. Helicopter parents have the need to involve themselves in everything the child is doing because they believe they are helping or protecting their child from possible threats, dangers, sadness. This type of parent might even continue to hover over their child in adulthood by giving them a mobile phone so they can call them all the time. So helicopter parents are kind of controlling different aspects of their of their kids life they're trying to coddle them and prevent them from failing and getting into any potential danger and i think this has you know good intention but at the end of the day if you're not allowing your child to experience you know failure or danger by themselves they're just not going to be set up for the real world you know they're going to just not be able to handle themselves when they are an adult because they were never able to experience just genuine life by themselves, you know? Like, you have to let them ride the bike on their own. You have to let them just have their own life eventually, you know? In the beginning of your life, it's fine. Your parents are protecting you. But up until a certain age, you have to kind of trust your kid to do what they want to do to some extent, right? Because, you know, I've seen people that get into college and they just never were taught life skills. They were never taught to do things on their own. And they're kind of like... Yeah, we know a lot of those. They were like set up for failure. You know, their parents think that they're they're set up for success. But the, at the end of the day, these kids don't know how to cook. These kids don't know how to talk to a person without like shutting down because they were never taught to like go to someone's house. They were never taught to like cook because the oil might hit them in the face. I don't know. And it's just like mm-hmm. it it really just yeah, happened to me. sets them up. Oil hit you in the face? Yeah, happens. It happens. No, sometimes, sometimes you Yeah, you know, I used to always be scared of like cracking eggs. Um cuz one time, you know, my god sister cracked an egg on my head <laughs> and it it, it, it like head. it 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 traumatized me for like 8 years. Like I I didn't crack an egg from like the age of like why she do it 16. on your head? Just as a joke. She's like, ha, ha, I cracked an egg on your head and I got so scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were like looking out for it your whole life. But yeah, I think, um, you know, like you said, a lot of these parents have the good intention, I think. But I don't know. I don't know what it is with like South Asian parents thinking that like you'll just like miraculously learn how to like live life, even though like they didn't give their kids the opportunity to live. It's like the same like pipeline of like a South Asian kid like going to like med school till he's like 30. And then like he'll come out of med school and then like, oh, life is great. Life is yeah. great. You're a doctor. Life is great. But it's like, I don't know how to do anything. I'm $200,000 in, in debt. I've never dated a girl. I've never done anything in my life. What do you mean I'm good? It's the same thing with like, oh, go get go get married right now. But like also your whole life, they're telling you yeah. not to date anyone. <laughs> like what? What basic skills do I have to get married immediately? I don't know. Was your mom kind of like that? Um, no. Well, there's there's an oh. extent to it, right? There's a balance. So yes, obviously she protected me and obviously the world is scary in the beginning, you know, related to South Asian culture versus also the world being scary versus also us being brown kids in a white 
society, she was scared for us to do things like me sleeping over at someone's house because, you know, the world is scary or me going to parties and things like that. But as I got older, as time got on, my mom got a lot more, you know, open and easygoing. My parents trusted me a lot more. And I think, you know, my parents always urged me to play outside and play, like, ride a bike and things like that. Whereas I have family members now who don't even want their kids to go outside to the park by themselves or play in the backyard or get dark in the sun or go to someone's house to play. And, you know, it really it really varies. But I just hope with time, parents are more easygoing because at the end of the day, that that control really does not work out, you know. So my mm. parents were definitely helicopter parents in the beginning, but I think they started trusting a lot more and they started just like giving more independence. And that's when things got a lot better. You know, they had to adjust with with the times and they had to adjust with their kids. It's true. All right, something else that we've heard a lot. You know what I'm going to say? I don't. Tiger parenting. I've never heard of that before. You've never heard of a tiger mom? I don't think so. All right, well, so here like, I am, too. No, it's not It's not a mom that's a tiger. I was, I, I was going to say, you know, I was going to try to be a little jokester. Yeah, this well, is that. Like a, it's, like a, it's like a serious topic, you right, know, so I'll... Right. I'll, I'll, I'll I won't, I won't get into it. So tiger parents are known for being strict. They push and pressure their child to attain high levels of academic achievements or success in high status and extracurricular wow. activities such as music or any other extracurriculars. So these parenting styles are more strict. They're kind of like helicopter parents, but they put a lot more pressure on the kid to achieve academically. And that's why a lot of Asian kids mm-hmm. face this tiger parenting style because their parents are pushing them more academically but not really giving them that like emotional you know relationship that they need yeah i feel like i've heard a lot of like being i've heard a lot about tiger moms and them just being very tough and disciplined and just not being able to provide that that emotional connection you know it it can also like like not even being tough they could just be like completely like dismisses dismissive of like anything other than academic accomplishments yeah. like they like, don't even want to talk to you about anything else like if it's you like fail if you a test talk to them about yeah. if you come up and talk to them about like your like basketball game like they will not even care you know they will literally just ask you what your math like, test they won't even ask you what you learned in class they'll ask you what you got on like your yeah. test and like they wouldn't understand yeah. like if you got a lower grade than 100 or something and you had a real reason, yeah. like if you got a 99, but you had a reason we were depressed, they will not acknowledge the depression. They'll just be like, where'd that one yeah. point go? You know? So I think a yeah. lot of us have had like this blend of tiger parenting versus, I mean, on top of that, like helicopter pairing and on top of that, like authoritarian parenting and so many different styles um, put together, which again, it's good to have a balance. It's good to have like, a few blended in together but i think there also has to be you know more like warmer styles on top of that instead of just like all the strict ones combined together you know yeah have you had experience with the little you know tiger parenting in your life um i think my mom got like that sometimes mm. um i think she used to be like that until she realized that i struggle academically and then i think she like lessened up a little bit she was like 
okay, my kid's not going to be a straight A student. Let me like stop getting mad at him for not getting an A. Mm. And let me instead get mad at him for like like not getting a B. You know, mm. she like wasn't like super tiger, but like kind of like lessened up over time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I think she, I think she had a a good amount of that because I think you know a lot of a lot of parents that are like this are just like don't want to have the conversation of like oh like why is my son or why is my kid not doing great? It's always yeah. just like you you better do great, and if you don't mm-hmm. do great keep trying until you do great it's never yeah. like a oh like what can i do to help my kid be better as like my kid's parent and it also relates to like the competitiveness of the community and like just yeah. how everyone is so focused on grades and academics where it forces parents to be tiger parents you know right all right another type of parenting that's kind of popular now but I think it's more popular amongst the shada, amongst the white people, is called slow parenting or free range parenting, which is wow. like chickens. Mm. <laughs> like you know how they're you know how they're like free range eggs, right? Th- those eggs are always the best. Yeah, because the chicken was so, allowed to do as th- they please. So this is a trending type of parenting in our modern society. Kids are given the option to venture outdoors or given the opportunity to try many new things. And they welcome thinking outside of the socially constructed box and given enough space to move independently at their own pace without being dictated by an adult. Wow. Free range parents believe in supervision, but from a distance. We shall help only if you ask for it or if the situation calls for it. That sounds like a dream come true. This is something like sounds like profound to me. But before that, before we talk about how good it is, I know a lot of kids that had those parents and they're bums now. That's what I'm saying. You know, they're you have to have a balance. They are spoiled bums now. You know, so all of these can be good or bad. You know, parenting is is risky, whichever way your parents go. Um, but the ways that sound great might not always be great because I know a lot of a lot of bobos that grew up with bobos. Super, you know, free range chicken parents. Chicken parents. No, it's important to be warm with your kids. It's important to give them freedom. It's important to like allow allow them to ask for help if they need it instead of just constantly coddling them. But it's also important to show authority sometimes. It's also important to be hard-headed sometimes and you know, just have that balance again because you know, when I was growing up, I was jealous of my friends who had less strict parents and I wanted that for myself. But at the end of the day, like we are who we are because of our parents and I'm grateful for the upbringing that I've had. Obviously, I would have changed some things, but, you know, it happens and it's just important to have that balance. Yeah. All right. The last type of parenting that I want to talk about briefly is called holistic or natural parenting. And this approach of parenting begins with the philosophy that embraces the journey of life and to be aware of our choices and actions and how they're all interconnected with how they impact other people our health and well-being and the environment so being a holistic parent is not a race or a contest it's a it's not about having a perfect green lifestyle or abandoning all the previous traditions it's the effort we make to be informed of nature nutrition 
open-mindedness and a willingness to discuss ways to make the best choices for ourselves our families and our planet (laughs) yeah we can literally just skip this bro none of our parents are like that (laughs) at all it's about educating kids to cherish and respect all beings which is good it's important to cherish human beings <laughs> I mean, but, my parents have always taught me to respect human beings and nature. All right. Well, but I don't know if you we to go quit go. your job and go live in the trees. I mean, that sounds like a good vibe, you know, like it's like living in a tree house. It's like, you know, parents, it's like the kids that like turn out like nomadic. Like, maybe you know, I've never like, seen a tree house in real life. Yeah, you live in <laughs> New York City. I've always wanted Obviously, to see one. Have you ever seen house. one? Of course I have. I've always From wanted Florida. a treehouse in my in my house. Come, what you say? I've always wanted like a treehouse, like in my backyard of my house. Well, you live in an apartment. Can you build me one? If you give me a backyard, <laughs> you, you live in an apartment. You want to plant a tree on your roof and then build yeah, one on my fire escape. <laughs> Those vibes. No, I mean it sounds like a good time. You know, those are, like the types of parents that like smoke like weed with their kids yeah like yeah, it's like the type of parents that goddamn just like you know go on a hike i don't know go do a- go do acupuncture puncture it's some i don't know right you ever done that no vibes anyways so um, what kind of parenting style did you grow up with like what do you think defines you i think i grew up with a little bit of everything but i think the and majority- that's why we are the way we are we grew up, we grew up that's with everything. A, I, I am a well-rounded son. <laughs> well-rounded, I think, traumatized son. I think, I think it was different at different points in my life. Yeah. I think for a majority of the time, my, my parents were um, involved. My parents were, you know, trying their best to be parents. Um, I think it was like I recognized early on that my parents are human as well. And that they are going through their own things, and that I like I learned early on to have empathy for my parents, um, and I think that that's something that a lot of us grow or or later on, unfortunately. But I think pretty early, like while I was in like middle school, I realized like okay, like my parents got their own stuff going on that I can't help with. So I think I was okay with taking my life into my own hands for a little bit. And sure, I was like upset that my mom wasn't as involved, but I made the best out of my situation. And, um, you know, I just tried my best. Mm -hmm. So I think like throughout like my teens and like early 20s, my mom wasn't super involved. And I think that's what brought me my like free range mind and just my open mindedness and like what has made me so interested in like doing anything and everything because i think for a while my parents were um weren't super involved and weren't like telling me no for a lot of things i think out of like once in a while my mom used to say no just to like just so maybe she can remind herself that she's like a parent but i think for a lot of my like late teens early 20s um i was kind of just allowed to do whatever i want Mm. and it turned out good for me i think i i'd don't think it would have turned out good for for every kid it definitely wouldn't have but yeah. i turned out i turned out okay right but there are obviously like, okay. like there are some characteristics that you get because of the parenting style that you've had like some people grow up more emotionally yeah. distant 
more people grow up, you know, they aren't able to like connect with other people, you're emotionally avoidant, things like that. So definitely with each parenting style, regardless of how traumatizing it is or how freeing you might think it is, I feel like everyone grows up with different characteristics that might be, you know, things that they might have to work on. And and it's just very interesting how how we've all just come together with different traumas because yeah, we, of our childhoods. We we turned out we turned out all right. Yeah, no? we turned out all right. I I've a I've a my favorite painting that I've made is called Turned Out All Right, and it's a it's a it's a painting that I've made based on just like different motifs of my childhood. And I wrote a poem on it that I really like. Um, cause I think regardless of like the way that we've grown up, the regardless of the way that you know we were parented, um. I think we turned out okay. No, we got a podcast. We got a podcast collection, book, book, vi- vibes, just vibes, just good vibes. We are authorian. What kind of a authorian. Wow! Now you're making fun of me. <laughs> That's crazy. What kind of parent you want to be? Like based on the eight that we talked about. Like where 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 do you want to be? Well, again, I think it's good to have a balance. So I definitely want to be warm and I want to be friendly with my kids. I don't want them to think that I'm like a strict professor that they're talking to every single day. But I definitely still want to put like um, rules up that they should follow, but that they can still talk to me about it and we can, you know, like converse about the rules um, I definitely want to protect them when they're younger, but then give them the free reins to explore life and make their own mistakes as they get older. And I think I'm the type of person to give help if they are asking for it. Um, earlier on, I would obviously give them help if they're like they need it, like they're a baby, and I'm just like hands off. They're baby. <laughs> you got they're you three got months, <laughs> just like <laughs> fell and just like can't just get up. You're like. yeah obviously in the beginning i'll give them help but like as they get older i think i want to give them like more free reign and give them more independence with you know how they're growing up but you know i'm also going to take a lot of inspo from my parents and their style because i think that they had a good balance with everything and i think that all parents evolve eventually so you know just bringing some of my upbringing to my future. Yeah, you know, you know what parent, what type of parent I'm gonna be. What? He's gonna be he or she. is gonna be my very best friend. I'm gonna say, oh, that's that's the one that's bullying you. Let's go beat him up together. Hey, oh, come on! That's, you can't that's, say that. That's that's the one. That's let's go do it together. If he's struggling with math. I'll struggle with him. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go into we're the depths out here of the breaking, internet. We're breaking generational trauma because remember us growing up, like struggling with math. Our parents like yelling at us at the table. Whereas if he's crying with math, you're crying with him. <laughs> I'll start crying. I'll be like, "Yo, how do you do this?" Like he'll right. be the smart one. I'll be looking at him in in absolute distraught. Like we both know people that want to be parents and don't want to be parents. And I went through a phase when. I didn't want to be a parent because I think like, like, oh, like this happened to me as a kid. And like, for that reason, like, I have no interest in like going through the cycle again. But, um, are you going to, are you going to let him have like, like, Why what do you if keep he's like, him? like you, you're sorry, so sorry, like, sorry, adamant sorry. on this him, like this. Son. No, no, I'm, I'm open to, I'm open to anything. I think it's just like my, 
um my go-to because it's just it's just funny i think of abdullah, a little boy okay? with gap shorts on I, I think of abdullah okay i'm if you're an avid listener you, you abdullah know who listening. abdullah is i miss abdullah okay and whenever i think about anything in regards to kids or parents it's just him you realize you don't know who abdullah is and you've seen him just like on I, the street for like I know a second who, i know like he doesn't he know who you are either you don't know that how you know that you know he doesn't know me now you're making things up. You're you're trying to make me sad. All right. All right. So as you guys know, we end off our episodes with a little advice session, a little, you know, Q&A, a little just talking about your responses. So mm-hmm. what we posted on our story this time around, and you would only see the story if you follow us at Difficult. So we posted on our story. What kind of parenting style did you grow up with? And, you know, we got some responses. <laughs> we got some. All right. So we got some responses from you guys. Some of them were short. Some of them were long. But a lot of them had a common theme to it, you know, as what we was predicted. It? What was it? The common theme was authoritarian. Wow. Authoritarian. Yeah. 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 Authorians. Authorians <laughs> unite together authorians yes. all right so someone said they sent in a really long one but i guess we should start out with with you know a really long serious one so they wrote my mom was always very author- authoritarian that turned mm. me into a people pleaser and i do my best to avoid confrontation when people aren't acting the way i think they should or no when people when people aren't acting the way i think they would i automatically assume it's my fault and they're upset with me I think that I did something instead of taking a moment to understand that they might be going through things that don't even concern me and I'm unable to con- and I'm unable to express my emotions because I was never allowed to do that as a child either. I have such a hard time making decisions because I was never allowed to make them on my own and I feel like my decision making skills is a skill that every adult should have but I clearly lack that because of my upbringing. It's all very frustrating because I know that I'm not the root because of everyone's problem. I know that I'm not the root Oh, it's all very frustrating because I know I'm not the root cause of everyone's problems and every decision won't implode my life. But it's hard to do that in my it's hard to do that in the moment when I've lived this way my whole life. Wow. (laughs) That sounds like a very self-aware individual, you know? Yeah. You should be proud of yourself for being self-aware and you should be proud of yourself for understanding that there is change that you can do and not just thinking that this is like a internal thing that will forever define you because mm-hmm. you can i feel like a lot of us grew up like this where we are very like dependent on our parents or you know we weren't really taught like basic skills and things like that because we were coddled but it's very possible to change that and it's very possible to take your own life into your own hands but you know again like what we mentioned before like a lot of the parenting styles that we grew up with the characteristics that we have now are because of what we grew up with and some of them are negative some of them are positive but you know it's up to us to change it now as adults you know do you do you resonate with any of the things that this person said i think when i was younger i used to not not blame but like excuse myself for you know being the way i am because of what's happened to me growing up but um i don't know you grow up and realize that like you're everybody is fully capable of putting their own life in their own hands and you know mm-hmm. just because whatever happened to you doesn't mean it's going to stick forever and even if it does stick for a long time you grow and you learn how to maneuver through it and how to handle it best fact 
So someone said something very interesting. They said that their parents raised them to be very authoritarian and it helps maintain order in the house, but I struggle to trust my parents. Yeah. I think it's two-sided because when you grow up with something like this, like they don't trust you to make your own decisions, but you also don't trust them because they're kind of controlling in the way that they've raised you. So it's kind of like the the relationship between you guys is just so strained and it's not as close as you would want it to be because of the control and you know the the lack of warmth yeah and like you don't you don't have any desire to like tell them anything other than like good news you know yeah. and and unfortunately like life isn't always good news you know so it's mm-hmm. like if there's never anything good going on you just like don't talk to them Someone said one that I think is missing or unmentioned in the graph that I put up or the chart that I put up is the over-involved parent. It's like authoritarian principles, but permissive behavior. They are so indulged in your life that they live through you and see you more as a partner than a child. You can tell Mm. me anything, but if you tell them there is hell to pay, it's confusing and hard to to deal with once you are an adult and try to set boundaries, you risk losing your parent yeah i know this about is so that interesting one. yeah like like them saying you can tell them everything and saying like oh just be honest with me and tell me the truth but like whenever that happens it's like all hell break lo- breaks loose and like yeah it's the most criminal punishments and like whatever happens but it's like yo like when you say tell you everything like I, i'm gonna also i am um, it's again like it's just i'm gonna tell you bad news too like i'm gonna yeah. tell you it's like a manipulation like, not good things only tactic yeah 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 i feel like there are so many different parenting styles that we didn't talk about just because there are so many that keep getting added and added and they're just kind of like different branches of the four that we you know prioritized but i feel like i've seen this type of parenting style especially in like single house households because like one of the parents just depend on the kids as like a kid but also a partner because Mm -hmm. like they don't have that themselves yeah so it's just it's just very interesting how yeah you know a lot of us just have trauma because of our parenting our parenting styles that we grew up with all right so (laughs) what's the emoji for the week drop some drop some god damn drop some goddamn clothing for the clothing drop of labyrinth whatever is your drop, favorite drop article a, of yeah, clothing y'all of like clothing. skirts y'all like socks whatever y'all yeah. like just just throw some t-shirt. in there throw yeah. some in there throw some in there you know let in me celebration. let me know y'all see me, you'll see me throwing in some socks in there i'm a big sock guy. oh wow he's a sock guy he's a big <laughs> sock guy sock. Yeah, celebrate love right. with some. You got things. you got some ten second advice. He got no advice today. I really he has don't. I'll be honest. This is this is about to be a bad week. <laughs> of like like you know how like some weeks like I drop some gems. I'm uh, I don't know about right that. Now. I'm not I gonna drop a gem that. right now. I'll drop one. Actually, you know what? I'll just I put up I put up put up bleh, bleh, bleh. I put it up on my story. Do good. And then throw it in the sea. What's that mean? Do good, and don't ex- don't expect others to mm, do good to back. Come back. Mm. You know, like do good out of the kindness of your heart. Do good, throw it in the sea, forget about it. You know, mm. you know why? 
because mm. it's not your job to keep track of all the good things that you do. True. You know, the world is already doing that for you. The universe is doing that for you. Do good. Forget about it because all of those good deeds are piling up and they will wash back up to you. You know. Damn, you say that you're not going to drop a gem and then you drop the biggest gem. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. All right. I got a good one. You know, I've been thinking about, you know, something that one of our podcast guests said in an episode, our guest, Ani. And um, he said, basically, if you're working on something, if you're working on a craft, don't feel like you have to constantly put it out into the world when it's not something that you're proud of yet, you know? And I feel like we're in an age where a lot of people are just like putting out things into the world just to get the views and the likes and the validation. And it's just not, you know, up to standard. So I feel like it's very important to work in silence sometimes and just work on things and just not want to monetize and show it off to people right away. Just like perfect it first, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. That's what I'm doing a little too much. <laughs> don't don't take it to the extreme where you don't, you don't post anything. You don't ever, do anything. At all. <laughs> at all. A nice balance uh, with everything. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to our episode. We love you guys. Make sure to rate our podcast and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. At, at Difficult Dish and Difficult Dish Podcast. Difficult but, Dish. But anyway, we'll see you guys next week. We love you. Allah Thank Hafiz. you guys so much for listening. Labyrinth.com. See you there. <laughs>